You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Oz Network as we continue our coverage of Australian Survivor Season 4, 2017 Australian Survivor. And uh, we're obviously doing a bit of a roundtable series here on the show. We started off with our mega podcast a few weeks ago. We combined a bunch of podcasts together. We've had, obviously, Paul and Jared back. And then, of course, last week we had Cable and Julian. But we're bringing back the old Oslets. And when you think about old Oslets, you think about one person. I mean, he's not really old. Uh, He's quite young, actually. I've just been told off for kind of having people of certain ages on my Tinder. Yet, apparently, uh, that's... um (laughs) Relatable here to Noah's age. I don't know where I'm going with this. That's Noah. Noah grows. <laughs> I just say former Oslet. He never got fired. He's still technically an Oslet. Uh, once an Oslet, always an Oslet. Um, how are you, Noah? Welcome back to the Oz Network. Because, like, can we just point out that technically this isn't your first appearance on the Oz Network, but every episode we've done that you've been back on, we haven't heard yet. So, by all letters of the law, you're back. You're the very first time on the Oz Network. You haven't been on this show in like over a year. Yay, Noah's back. Welcome back. I lose track of the name. So yeah. <laughs> last I heard, it was Survivor Oz and it wasn't a thing. So <laughs> yes. Last I heard, you quit, but you're back. Yeah. Um, Can't keep a good so, name. Uh, yeah, it's been a good few years, hasn't it? Um, um, a few years. I mean, you know what's crazy is... I think the last time I ever talked about Survivor was the recap, uh, the preview, the preview episode of Australian Survivor season three or season one, the three. big comeback. So now we're looking into the finale <laughs> of the second or the fourth. So we're going off air this week. Really. <laughs> so pretty much since I've been gone, there's been two whole. I haven't even like it's, it was called Survivor Oz. I haven't even talked about Australian Survivor once. Um, no. How is there already another season? And that's wrapping up. Time flies. Um, it's crazy. It really is. Um, but you're right. Like, the last one you would have been on would have been uh, our Australian Survivor preview episode. Because we did the Korong Ozcap. Um, I think we recorded that just before. Because they were our last two episodes we ever did of Survivor Oz. It was a Korong Ozcap. We did a Korong Ozcap. Do you remember that? No. I don't. <laughs> I was honest. I really don't remember it at all. Um, so, the only season we never covered was Millennials vs. Gen X. Weird. Mm-hmm. And Australian Survivor Season 1. Well, we did the preview episode. No. Anyway. So we, there was nothing on Millennials vs. Gen X. Nothing at all. No Millennials yeah, Gen X. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, let's... let's I think people th- liked it more than I did. Our thoughts on Millennials Gen X? It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Okay, we've covered that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should do this quick recapping more often. <laughs> One thing, actually, uh, just on a side note, we're here to talk about Australian Survivor, but... Um, we actually would honestly like to go back and not, it's not a, any time soon, but sort of a, our version of a, an Oz cap of Millennials Gen X and Game Changers is to keep the, we want to keep the order. We've done yeah, it for all the, the season. black sheep of Survivor Oz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because one thing I will say at the end of this, we'll talk a little bit more about the end of this, but we're doing sort of an Oz cappy thing in a few weeks for Australian Survivor, but it's going to be a little bit different. But anyway. Noah's back. Round and table. Survivor New Zealand has premiered since we last talked as well. And done. And gone. How many seasons? Survivor never ends these We days. have it's not stopped talking about this show. Survivor, Survivor, Survivor from January to December. I'm actually, one thing though that I'm liking about the US one is we're back to one episode a week. Like, oh God, one episode a week. Yes. Uh, but season four, 2017 Australian Survivor. It's what we're here to talk about mainly. We'll touch on some other things across the way, but we're about to enter the final week. What's been your take on this season, yeah. Well, I you asked me if I think very early on if I would come on, and I wanted to save it for 
near the end because so I could see the whole thing. Um, yeah, it's been really good. Um, it's been so much better than the first one. Um, Third one. The first reboot. Um, <laughs> well, the second re- reboot, really. Reboot. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's been really enjoyable. I mean, that's not to say it's flawless. There are definitely flaws to it, but I think the cast has been so great. Um, Jono LaPaglia, JLP, is just so good this season. Um, some really clever challenges, some great blindsides and big moments and twists. Um, I was liking the two episodes a week. Three is a bit much, but I think they really improved it by just doing the two a week uh, compared to the f- last year when they did three. Um, a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cast is just such a big improvement all around the editing, the different characters. Um, yeah, there's some weeks where not much happens. This past week that we'll talk about, had some two decent enough episodes. Um, yeah, but it's been really so good. Uh, it's been almost refreshing because... The Americans, so I, I didn't love the Millennials and the Game Changers. Um, but this just feels fresh and it gets me excited about Survivor because, you know, I've been busy. I've been off doing things. So Millennials kind of went by in a flash. I, I watched it, but I didn't really follow it too much. Um, but this is just, it feels fresh and it feels like we're really getting something new and original. Um, so, yeah, I really like it. Uh, last year's... I was in Europe studying abroad. I didn't really care too much. Um, it's weird that when Australia finally gets a Survivor season, I move the week it begins. Um, but, you know, it was okay. It had its strengths. It had a lot of weaknesses. But by the end of it, a great finale. But then I just felt like, yeah, that was that. It's done. And I honestly didn't think it would get renewed. Um and if it didn't, it probably wouldn't have mattered. But now this season has been such an improvement, it will really be an upset if it doesn't get another season. Well, a lot of what we kind of talk about really in, in this opening section is what's worked, what hasn't worked. And I mean, we've obviously discussed over the last three weeks on these roundtable episodes, you know, we've gone over things like the multi-episodes a week, the non-elimination, things like that, which kind of you sort of alluded to slightly there. But I mean, I think kind of we are at this point now of the show where we're, we're literally final week right now we're down to four people so i think it's more of a case we can focus basically what's to come at this point because we've we've, i don't think there's really much extra that you might bring to the table about what hasn't worked i mean you kind of obviously up talked a lot there in terms of things and you're very positive one thing i would say which i think is an interesting topic of debate which again we'll probably do a whole episode on this but a lot of, and I notice it's a lot of American fans in particular are saying this, that they're saying that our version has now overtaken the American version in terms of quality and where we're at. Uh, what's your take on that opinion? Do you, do you feel our version is, and a lot of them are saying that based on the fact that a lot of the past US seasons have been a bit meh, according to some yeah. people. Hmm. Um, <laughs> good question. Noah says to Ben, <laughs> we've got a script here. Um, yeah, I've kind of flirted with that idea too. Um, mildly flirted. <laughs> mildly flirted with that idea. <laughs> I'm not ready to say and make that claim, but my idea is if this season is not a fluke and they've really... Because obviously production-wise they've improved things, challenges and stuff, but a lot of it has come down to cast and big moves that they've made, blah, 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 blah. Um but if they continue on this trend with the next season and this season wasn't a fluke and American seasons continue with what they're doing, then I would actually agree with that sentiment that the Australian version is currently the superior. I wouldn't say that 
Australian Survivor is better than American Survivor. I just mean, like, the Canadian Amazing Race. I haven't followed that in two years now, but I did see the first three or four seasons, and that is better than the American one right now. But I wouldn't say overall the Canadian Amazing Race is the superior version. I'd say currently it is, because the American one, last I saw, like, four seasons ago, was very stale. Um, So if it continues on this trend, then I would think currently it is the superior version. Because, you know, the American one, it's been consistent, but it's been consistency, consistently okay. Like, Game Changers, it's not a top five, it's not a top ten. Millennials, Co-Wrong, um, Second Chance, World of Power, well, yeah, that one. Um, the, you know, the show hasn't been bad, like South Pacific, Redemption Island type era, but it's just been consistently, like, it doesn't feel fresh anymore. I still am on the notion that, no, the American version is still the peak. That's me. And, I mean, I, I'm still, I think, critical more so on multi-episodes, non-eliminations. I mean, spoiler alert, we're going to have another non-elimination episode this Sunday. At least we know about it now. But, I mean, it's, it's yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I still stand by my opinion that Survivor's a once-a-week show. Um, and I, I just... I still keep going back to that tweet that somebody sent to us very early in this season when they said, they've got something good here. They're just trying to work out what to do with it. And I think it's a vast improvement on what we had last year. And last year was a vast improvement on what we'd previously had. But, I mean, kind of going to what you said about the American one, it's like, yeah, they're a bit meh. I I liked uh, Game Changers uh, a bit more. I think I've only watched them once, but on a one-time viewing, I probably liked it more than Second Chances. But again, I'm about to re-watch them all, so I'll probably be able to comment there more. But, I mean, we haven't really had a terrible season of Survivor since South Pacific. I mean, we've had a stretch of about 12 seasons now. Caramel. Caramel and true, yes. uh, Nine seasons. Uh, I mean, And in that nine seasons, we had... Kagayan, one of the greatest seasons of all time. You and I are avid defenders of Samuel Del Sur. Yeah. Uh, Blood vs. Water is a above average season, you would argue. Yeah, it's fresh. Worlds Apart is below bad. average. Uh, it's, it's, it's yeah. bad. Uh, you know, Second Chances is considered, it's most okay. people say it's the second best of the no. full returning players. Oh, yeah. Korong and Molinas and Gen X to me are very interchangeable. Um, and I like Game Chasers. And we've had one episode of heroes, hustlers and hipsters and hookers. So it's, I mean, it's, yeah, I, like I can see the point. But like, thing to me that will always stand out with the American one, it's tightly packaged. It's it's edited in a way that pretty much ninety five percent of what you see is valid to the overall storyline. Whereas Australian Survivor, I realise they've got more episodes, but you do feel like you get wasted points that are nothing. It's not as bad as New Zealand Survivor <laughs> when it does that, but then like like Jeff Probst is still the utmost oh, king. Yeah. And I know it's hard to say like Jeff Probst had thirty five seasons compared to Jonathan Lapalia, and he's so improved. But like I'm loving Jono this season. Oh, me too. Absolutely, he's great. absolutely fantastic. But like. When you watch Propes, it's just, it's just Propes is Survivor, and he's just, you just can't take that away. And one thing I think that we realised in our rankings episode is that we really haven't had a standout new player in the last five seasons. Like, it's not like, if you go through each of the five season blocks, they're standout players, they're in your top 10, top 20, 30, whatever what you want to say. What do you mean say. by standout players? Well, like, for example, we're not including the two returning seasons, but like, of the new winners... None of them cracked our top twenty-five. Like, and they were our highest-ranked players. Our highest-ranked non. Jeremy winner, didn't, as in non-returning seasons. Oh. So, like, Jeremy did. Uh, Sarah just missed out, but I'm talking about like the three all newbie seasons. 
we haven't had a standout new player. Like, Carolyn was the highest ranked non-winner. Uh, and she was, like, in the 50s. And then I think you'd have to go back to, like, Sydney. I think she was, like, in, a, in the 60s or 70s. So, like, you know, it's, to me, like, even on the game front, we haven't had that standout. Like, you go back between seasons 26 and 30, you've got Tony. You know, you've, you've got uh, Tony. Uh, <laughs> Malcolm. Ma- Malcolm. Uh, you know, uh, people like Jeremy. that. Jeremy, uh, Josh, uh, you know, people who were, who were good game players between 20 and 24, like Kim Spradlin, Sierra. you know, Sierra, like, well, you said that. Um, but, like, yeah, like, you can probably pick yeah. the last three new seasons in our last five-season block really haven't had that standout. And even, but then I would say in Australian Survivor, these last two seasons, and we're going to have this a lot in our rankings when Cable and I do it, yeah, we've had some good game players and good strategy, but I would still argue that we had better players on season one and two. Well, one on season two. Oh, but season one of Whaler's <laughs> Way, uh, I still think that one in particular is still the best player to ever play Australian Survivor. This is bad because I haven't talked about Survivor with anyone for like a year. So now you're bringing up all sorts. They don't of watch Survivor in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, once I remember someone brought up like completely... Not to me or anything. They just started talking about Robinson, and I loved that. They're like, "Oh, I actually would like to watch the original, original, original Survivor." I've never yeah, seen it. Was it was just funny to hear them name drop. Oh, this is like something that would happen on Robinson. <laughs> you mean Survivor? <laughs> um, and they're like, "Do you have that? What's that called? Survivor?" <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I don't want to go down can of worms. This is about Australian Survivor, but. I like Ty Train. <laughs> I think he's up there. Not as a player, not at all, but if, I when I say, think of the past characters, four seasons, and people hate him, but I, it's just people. I'm going to get into this with the Australian version with one female player in particular, but just relax. It's a TV show. Not everyone has to be the best Char- tra- strategist yeah. ever. I like characters. If I we're like talking characters, as well. if we're talking characters, for sure, you can make some arguments with some great yeah, characters. But Rodney, to me, is still a fantastic <laughs> character. Types like I think Ty's a terrible player, but as a character, oh, absolutely. He's so good. Debbie. De- oh fuck yeah, Debbie! My lord, Debbie. Yeah, but people get so like I like strategy too. I love seeing yeah. masterminds, but like uh, just and this is take what a chill pill and appreciate good TV. And this is tying into Australian survival. Yeah, I can get it. There's one person because the thing that. I know uh, Paul and I talked a little bit about on our rankings is that there seems to be this trend all of a sudden in Survivor. The Survivor resume. Get to the end. You yeah. need to have a resume. Really? Do you? Mm-hmm. Did uh, Did Tina Wesson have a resume? Did Richard Hatch have a resume? Yeah, but I mean, they're early players. But so. but like even then, like it just seems to be this thing now that it's automatically assumed. And even in, in my interview with Lockie this morning, I, I raised it to him. Talking to Lockie, that's a different story. But like it's... it's I don't know. Like... Survivor is a social game. There's no aspect of this game that specifically says you have to make, make big moves. And it's an interesting one when it particularly comes with these last four because a lot of people have said the best players of this season are on the jury right now. Yeah. Which is an interesting debate. I mean, this, you know, It's also an interesting debate as a viewer because um, you were gone for most of the co-wrong episodes, right? I think I was on, like, one. Yeah, and I, I don't have a lot of memory, but from memory, I think me and Colin did most of them. Yeah. And we had, like, this recurring thing of no one gets angry at Survivor fans, and I lost all any fans that I could have because I would just each week 
pick about dumb things that people would say on Twitter because it's like, come on. And, you know, people talk about, ah, there's such a thing about big moves. You've got to make big moves. And why do they keep saying this? Jeff keeps saying it. Jonathan keeps saying it. Big moves. If people didn't make big moves, these same fans would be saying, this show is so boring. No one's doing anything. It's just, there's so much hypocrisy. I'm sorry. Um, You know, I miss podcasting that. I don't really miss a lot of the online Survivor fan community there's some great people and really intelligent and some great debates but it's just like keyboard boring it's, it's like a it's like a weird thing where you know they'll complain about big moves but then if they're not there they complain it's boring they complain endless endlessly endlessly get rid of idols we want a season of 16 people with no twists if that happened they would hate it so it's just like and this is the thing too because i don't mind the big move yeah. a lot of people you know the the, the classics, the people, you know, the, the, the uh, what's the word, the nostalgic people think about Borneo, uh, you know, Australian Outback. And, like, there's no idols in those. There's no really big, grandest moves in those seasons either. But people hold them in such high regard because, and like, I'm not debating now. I've been there since day one. So, of course, I'm one of those people. But, like, I think you and I are on a similar page that Survivor is is a is a spectrum. Like, there's there's no... Uh, there's a lot of Survivor fans on a spectrum, but but like <laughs> sorry, it's, inappropriate. But, but like Survivor is 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 this is why it's great to podcast about and why it's great to have these conversations about it because we can debate what's right, what's wrong, and 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 just the elements to this game, which is why so many people love. It. And I think for the most part, people get this game. And get understand it. We're always going to have people we like. We're always going to have people we dislike. We're always going to say this person made bad moves. Where you're going to say that person made good moves. That's why we're here, and that's why we can discuss it. The difference is you have those people who are so stubborn and set on their ways, and I'm right, you're wrong. Yeah. Just because you have a podcast doesn't make you smarter than me. Like I've never said that. I don't think you and I believe that at all. I'm no. dumber than 95 percent of the Survivor fans out there who don't have podcasts. Um, but it's just at the end of the day, it's like, this is why we love this show. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I don't miss a lot of the kind of, there's a lot of viciousness, viciousness I feel, but so I don't miss a lot of the fan base in that terms. Um, but yeah, I do miss the debates cause each episode of Survivor really is, I was about to say lost, um, <laughs> is a Coming real soon. package. Um, and there's so much to break down. Like there's, 100 podcasts a week on a 42-minute Survivor episode. So. Which there was like 20 when you and I were <laughs> back in the day. Yes, I mean, it's, even at one point. it's a different landscape. I mean, uh, we've said that yeah, with the Australian ones alone. We were the only one six years ago, and now there's like more than you and I have been years on this earth. Oh, I lose track. Yeah. Um, I've been bad at keeping up with the Survivors. Which is great. It's great for, you know, people who always got something to do different. But, okay, in this season, I mean, four. we've got the four left, the big four. Uh, <laughs> the big four. The big four. The four main ones of this season. Yeah, uh, when I think of the big four. <laughs> we've got Jericho, we've got Pete, we've got Michelle, and we've got Tara. Now, oh, wow. do we want to talk about them, or do we want to talk about the two that went this week first? Where, where, where do you want to go? Uh, maybe with? we can talk about the past two episodes, and then we can talk about what's coming. So, Lockie and Ziggy are gone. Um, I mean... No big loss. I was a Ziggy fan. I liked Ziggy, but Ziggy really did wane a little bit towards <laughs> the last few episodes. She kind of lost favour with this game. I mean, I can't even remember what she sounds like. Did we even hear from Ziggy? Download the exit interview <laughs> with Ziggy. Available on the Oz Network. Um, I was disappointed how she went out because for a large oh, yeah. portion of this game, she had a huge winner's edit. And Really? 
I definitely she think she was yeah. barely shown the entire show. The first few, the, there was like a middle section there when she was kind of no, really insane. And she was that. a lot of people's pick for win, including mine. Really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm, I'm sad that she went out. And she, she's broken. No. She's broken the Australian Survivor trend of the professional athlete making the final two. Oh, that's true. It's broken. It's done. Yeah, but she's not a middle-aged uh, male. So. True, and it's, it's a very bad week for Olympians on Survivor, of course, <laughs> with uh, Katrina going first on Heroes oh, Hustlers bookers. Um, no offense to anybody out there who has it. Uh, no offense. I mean, no spoilers alert if you haven't seen the first episode of. It's not hookers. I know that it's tr- Triple H, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Um, so, I mean, nothing really that on Ziggy. I just didn't find her captivating at all. I mean, she was a challenge beast, but she made so many questionable moves. I mean, I will defend her idol thing because um, I would play the idol probably. One trouble after Henry was just blindsided completely with an idol in his pocket. So I don't blame her. This is where, again, Survivor fans, like, we know the show more than anyone. So we should be the ones defending her. Instead, I saw things like, Ziggy has no read of the game. How could she not know? And I would be terrified each day. Even when I had immunity around my neck, I would be terrified of going home with Survivor. So I, I don't blame her at all. Even though I think she's not a smart player at all in Survivor, I don't blame her at all. I completely understand why she would play the idol. And as alluded in like an exit interview, I brought it up with the fact that I think a lot of that comes down to the edit. It's not her fault that they... like There would have been... And she alluded to it, the fact that there were moments before that tribal council where she's questioning, should I play it, should I not? And like we don't see any of that. So all we see is... As a viewer, we know she's not in danger, but we see a play of the idol. It's not her fault that it wasn't edited a different way. Yeah. Um, so I don't blame her for that, but I don't think she's a great player. Um, oh, the super idol thing. Come on. <laughs> that was just like, what are you doing? You're super idoling your Put whole alliance out. Yeah, what a hard way to go out of the game. I like that at least. The only person who correctly played an idol this season had it erased. Yeah. Um, Is that... Yeah, that has to be the only time someone's correctly played an idol and gone home. Yep, yep. Lockie. Uh, <laughs> um, Cocky Lockie. <laughs> I'm glad you, that's what your mum called, <laughs> called Lockie. Um, yeah, i not a Lockie fan. I can say that now. We've had him on the show. We don't have to worry about him not appearing. Uh, he didn't want to talk to me this morning. You could tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've got two minds on Lockie. Uh, I was not a fan of him. And... Each week, I was waiting and waiting for him to... But he kept winning immunity. And I was so pissed off that... We might have to briefly talk about some of the other players as well, like Luke and stuff. But I was so pissed off that Luke just missed out on the challenge. And he sent him home when Lockie should have been going home. Um, And I was getting sick of this immunity streak. It was getting really tense with Peter versus Lockie and then Michelle versus Lockie. Um... I just didn't find him to be a good player. I felt he was arrogant. Um, and, you know, it was a bit too over the top of, oh, well, I'm doing this and stuff like that. And I didn't think he really made any big moves or anything. I was um, trying to think this. This is the only thing that I could come up with Lockie did is I would argue he was the driver behind the Luke vote. Um, and yeah. that's about it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he won challenges. He was likable. But... Um, the defence I will give for Lockie, because I was not sad to see him go. I was very happy, because if he was the winner, I would have hated that. But <laughs> my defence is, I think it becomes a worse show without him. I think he added a lot of drama to the show. Um, 
a lot of like everyone against Lockie, and they still managed to make the episode captivating, even though we knew Lockie was going. Home. I was yeah. doubting myself. Oh, me too. Michelle I, flipped, and I'm like, they can't possibly. As soon as I saw that second vote for Peter, I'm like, holy shit, yeah. no! So that was great that they made a really predictable vote, not so. And the Jericho little thing, which kind of added to the little storyline with him going oh, swimming yeah, in yeah, the water. Yeah. So yeah. all of that, I think, was so well done that episode to make us still question. Agree. Um. So. Yeah, I think without him, it wouldn't have been as good. You needed someone to kind of root against. And I mean, he did have a big, a lot of fans. And I think he was, he's like, his character type is Sam from last season. But I think he's like Sam, but with personality. Uh, see, I think Sam's more likable than Lockie. Yeah, Sam is more likable, but he's just like boring. Sam helps people. Lockie helps himself. Uh, <laughs> Lockie helps people. Jericho. Oh, n- oh, not, <laughs> n- oh, not in the game. But I thought you meant jobs. No, look, I, I, yeah. I the, the one thing I have to say because I don't know if we'll talk about this with Andrew tonight in the episode, but like, just some of these things Lockie's trying to do to scramble himself. Yeah, I've got an idol. Oh, can I see it? No, no. It's <laughs> it's more tense if I like Peter owned him. At like the tribal council. Peter, like. We don't, like, Peter's had some questionable moments, like, in tribal, like, play it, play it, vote Michelle, like, play it for Michelle, like, who are we voting for? But, like, he just, like, walked all over him last night, that was amazing. Yeah, and, like, in front of the jury, show me, and he's just like, no, and, yeah. Well, I did, I, like, because I was like, did he make a fake one? And we brought that up to him this morning, I said, like, did you think about making a fake one? And he said, well, yeah, I I was going to, and every time I tried to make something, it wouldn't stick, and then, because we all knew what the idol looked like, and I couldn't get something to look like it so i mean valid points there from locking again not his fault that it wasn't shown um but like just even when i like it when they're all off on the reward and it's just Lockie and pete and pete's like oh so do you have an idol Lockie's like yeah i've got an idol oh can i see it no i'm gonna play it tonight it's like well why won't you show it to me (laughs) and then he told him that tara had seen it Oh, I mean, lucky. I appreciate because some players just go out, they find themselves on the bottom, and they just yeah. don't do anything. He scrambled like crazy. He's he like Brenda trying to get. Yeah, he was trying to get Michelle, and he did. He got Michelle. Um, he was making fake idols that weren't chicken idols. Um, <laughs> so you got to at least credit where credit is due. Yeah. Like he went out fighting rather than just going out. And I respect that. Like I mean, yeah, like, not a lucky fan, um, and you know, I don't think he's necessarily a good player of this game. But, I, yeah, I can't not give him credit for fighting. Because, I mean, I think we kind of got that early on in the episode, didn't we, where he said something like, oh, I'm not going to go around. I know they want me gone. He said, oh, I'm not going to go around. And I'm thinking, like, oh, really, Lockie? But then, of course, he actually did. Um, and, I mean, like, again, on screen, it comes across as a bit dumb. Him saying, oh, I'm not going to show it to you. But, like, I mean, what's he going to do? <laughs> like, you know, yeah, I'll show it. come to the jungle. And what, is he going to whack Jerick, uh, <laughs> Peter over the head? Oh, Peter slipped. <laughs> And, like, I mean, and also credit to him, like, he's there in the jungle, like, pretending to, like, dig around. Like, I yeah, mean, but then they said he went back there, like, ten times or something. Uh, like, what, what was, um, oh, what am I thinking of? Uh, uh, Colby, when he put the thing in his pants. No, Rupert, he put the yeah. thing in his pants at Heroes vs. Villains. Yeah, that was bad. I mean, it's a bit obvious, but... I Everyone knew Rupert like just that. had a big dong. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I bet he does. Yeah, well, Laura knows. Uh, <laughs> Laura! <laughs> Laura! Look how big it is! <laughs> This has been the week of dongs on the Oz Network. People won't get that until they download the Face Off episode later this week. But this has really been the oh. dong week on Face uh, Oz Network. Um, but yeah, so the, the four we've got: Michelle, Jericho, uh, Pete, and Tara. 
Not a Final Four I think most people would have picked. Never predicted ever that we would have someone who was voted out in the Final Four, uh, someone who had the first half of their game completely invisible, someone who's had most of their game invisible, and then this weird kind of cool golem-like <laughs> player. Um, One of the strangest characters we've ever had on yeah, Survivor. And that's not a bad uh, thing. Like he's, I like him. But I love him too. Like I think he's great. He's so fun to watch. Yeah, but that Final Four, it's like Gabon-level Final Four. I've just like never would have predicted this. Would All you, the four random players. So we we look back at four last year. So that was Flick, L, uh, Lee. Lee, and Christy. That, I, and I, you would have assumed your Final Two is going to be Lee and L, and you're going to see a, a Lee win unless Flick can pull something out of the blue, Yeah, which he didn't, sadly. Then our Final Three. So again, you're automatically assuming, well, Christy's gone until yeah, she Lee. cried away to the end, and then <laughs> boom, she's a winner. So like, it's kind of... It's, it's a, like, this is different. Like, yeah. do we have any alliances with these four as well? Like, Well, that's the other thing with this season. There has been alliances, but I feel like we're closer to a second chances with the, um, what did they call Not trust clusters. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Voting um, blocks. Voting blocks, I yeah. I feel like this season has kind of been voting blocks. Like, we had the Champagne Alliance, and there, wasn't there, like, the... Chicken Crimpy Alliance or something like that. <laughs> the Chicken Nugget Alliance. Or yeah, like. Chicken Nugget Alliance. and So there has been alliances. There's people being loyal to each other. But I feel like there's been voting blocks. Everyone's been playing so hard this season. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if there's... Because these four are in alliance. And I don't know who's really with who at this point. It's a free-for-all. The thing that I found fascinating about last night was that everybody watching this assumes Tara's a goat. Take Tara to the end. You win. Last night mainly Lockie, saying that she's going to be a threat at the end yeah, and that, that Peter's the goat. Like, <laughs> what, what, like I, I mean, we, I get from Peter's edit, he's invisible. We're not yeah. assuming he could win. But if it's a Tara-Peter final two, <laughs> can Tara really win this game? I do like last night when Lockie's like, I've never said anything personal. And Peter, haven't said anything personal. Excuse me. You called me a goat. And Puppet Pete. And then he says, oh, I'd call it to you again right now. <laughs> Say that. I, didn't hear, oh. well, I don't know if he said specifically that, but he like as soon as Pete said that, like Lockie basically said something like, oh, yeah, I, I did, I'll that. call it to you again. Like, you just said you didn't say anything bad. I didn't hear that because I was <laughs> laughing so much at Puppet Pete. Like, Excuse me, you've never said anything personal? You called me Puppet Pete. Peter was a star of last night. Like, that's a great name, Puppet Pete. Puppet Pete. Hashtag uh, Puppet Pete. <laughs> uh, that should have came up on the screen. They did one hashtag. This, yeah, was what it, was it? Was it? Not the Champagne Alliance. It was, no, wasn't it a Luke. Luke said something and it popped up. Yeah, I noticed that too. They did one. It was weird, but um, yeah, I'm surprised Channel Ten don't jump on the, like, yeah, the, the CBS. Do. There's so many that they could have done. Yeah, this season it's Chicken Idols and all sorts of stuff. Luke had one every episode. Well, Luke had one every five minutes. Kent would have had some good. Jericho ones, like, and his uh, shaving one line. <laughs> Well, yeah, the dickhead strategy. That should yeah, have been number one. Strategy. Oh, I loved Kent. Oh, he was Kent. We may have to, just at the end, go a quick whip around, like, short, fast round of all the players, because I, I would love to give form up. short, uh, just little summaries of them, because I loved Kent. Um, and we are into the finale, so. Um, ancient, what's it? Not Ancient Voices. Rites of Passage? Or? Yeah, yeah. Is that what it's called? Rites of Passage, yeah. yeah. Fallen um, Comrades. Fallen Comrades, yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, Pete, Tara, final two. I still don't think Tara can win, but I don't think that's going to be the final two. So, um, yeah. Lockie was a bit, this morning, um, I, I raised that question with him. I said about, you know, you implied about Tara, you know, how you think Tara. And it's like, 
he kind of then, the way he sort of answered that question was like, oh, yeah, well, based on what we've seen on TV, she's not going to win. So, like, what did no. he say it specifically? Thanks for like, He didn't specifically say it like that. but Yeah, just, it was he, interesting yeah. when he said that, but I also just, you know, we're going to get to Tara, not just yet, because I've got a lot to say about her, but, uh, you know, she was voted out. That's like Lil winning. Um, and I think people like her, but she hasn't made those connections. Guy Leach won. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen season so two. So, my theory is Tara actually will be a runner-up. Yeah. I think she's going to be the second place. Because um, it would be weird to have Peter in the final two, because we don't know anything about the guy. So. Tara's not being targeted. That's the thing. Is Tara's name, yeah, besides when she got voted out, for a has reason, she I ever think. been brought up? I think for a reason, because people view it as like, oh, we don't. There's no reason to get rid of her. So that I mean that's where it's interesting because I I personally think I agree. I think she makes it to the end. Don't think Peter can make it no. to the end. It would just be weird because we don't know Peter. It would be weird to then see him defending himself in and the jury. I, I like Peter. I yeah, really so I. really like Peter. He'd puppet Peter. Arguably be my favorite out of the four yeah, I, I like to him. analyze. I really like Peter. But it's just yeah, I don't know if we can see that whereas like if you look at then it comes down to Michelle and Jericho I, I I think I'm with you that I think Michelle's going to win, but yeah. uh, Jer- I mean I can see like Jericho last night that whole sort of story about him and the reef and yeah, but was that just all for the Lockie storyline? Yeah. Uh, ben um, <laughs> Noah, <laughs> I I may have to Yolanda Jones. Uh, you have to go to the toilet, and I know you're really good at talking to yourself. I mean, at this point, you think we could edit, but... Um, no, it's more fun. I would be really good. He's going to pee, uh, just in case you I'm didn't gonna, I'm not going to take... The, I kind of yeah, need to pee. People who haven't seen... Well, let me go first. Um, <laughs> Let's go together. <laughs> Yay! Take the podcast with yeah, us. People who don't know the Yolanda Jones story would be it. like, what? He's <laughs> Yolanda Jones? What's he about to do? Like Your lawyer. She's got her own reality show now. It's Does called she, like oh, lawyers. I, I need to go. Let's not talk about Yolanda Jones. But. For people, I'll who, be really quick. for people who are unaware, um, <laughs> basically what happened in our uh, Yolanda Jones interview back in the Survivor Oz days is, uh, you know, interviews going fine, uh, going great. We were on cam together on Skype as we talked and um, noticed during the interview that she went to the bathroom. Um, and it was kind of one of those awkward moments where, you know, I could clearly tell what she was doing. And she just kept answering the question. She was a avid professional. She did it so well. Kind of did a thing and got up and kept talking. And I'm there just trying to casually be like, cool, I'm literally interviewing a woman right now who is urinating. So, uh, yeah, if you want to hear that, listen out for the pee sound, perhaps. I don't know. Um, you can find it. It's it's online. Uh, all our Survivor Aussie interviews are there somewhere. Uh, we I don't think we actually even mentioned the fact that uh, Noah's actually in my house right now, by the way, recording this, and um, we're on a couch together, so that's why we jokingly said we could like pee together, but we wouldn't do that because um, that's kind of not right. It was, are you good? Did you wash your hands? You didn't take <laughs> you didn't take your orange peel with you. You could have taken that to the bin. Yeah, you can go. Do, do you want me to go to the toilet? You want to talk? All right. Oh, I mean, if you need to, I mean, I'm not go. desperate, but I mean, what, while we're doing, all right, hang on a minute, I'll put this microphone down. You can talk for like five minutes. Okay, I hope they don't. All right, this is my chance. <laughs> this is my chance to get out. Um. 
Ben has said mean things about players over the years. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if he told this story because I don't know what he told you while I was gone, but I'm actually at his house right now um, on his couch and I've been dying to leave, but he's locked the doors and I'm kind of stuck here. Um, I never actually went to Europe. I've been in Ben's weird dungeon for the past year and he's only let me out now after I escaped once um I'm dying to leave but you know the dungeon had a big bolt on it and I couldn't get out um so now I'm trapped here he makes me do these things and I find oh hi um yeah no one asked him about the dungeon um no listener questions about that actually was a dungeon brought up recently on one of our episodes what was that um was it you? You went on the well, bad you memories of the dungeon. Um, yeah. Anyway, okay. <laughs> uh, one thing I'm going to do actually, we now have an Instagram uh, search for the Oz Network. I uh, <laughs> just thought I'd do a shameless plug, and whilst I mention that, let's do a Instagram video. <laughs> Noah's face right now. Oh my god! Hi, my name. I'm is not Ken. even in the video. <laughs> there he is. Look at him. <laughs> Everyone wave to Noah. Let me out. This is post peeing on the Oz Network roundtable. <laughs> Australian Survivor. <laughs> Search for the Oz Network on Instagram. All right. <laughs> oh God, this is why no one listens to us. Um, so look, Boston Rob suggested he followed us randomly on the Oz Network. Just, oh really? I didn't follow him, and he followed us. <laughs> so, oh, shout hi, out Boston, to Boston Rob. Boston Rob. <laughs> um, Oh, there's Tarzan. He's on the... <laughs> okay, we've done our little break. Okay, uh, thanks for um, tuning in. <laughs> Fast forward the commercials. Um, yeah, so, Pete, I don't... There's any chance he can win. I like him. I feel bad for him because I think he's a fan. Um, so, it's kind of sucky that he's had, like, no edit. But, yeah, I like him. I don't even think he'll make the final. So, on that, Michelle and Jericho, are they our two that can win? Yeah, they're the only two left in the game, I believe, that can win. Um, so advocate for Michelle because you you were last week during Luke's vote out. You're messaging me saying Michelle's won this game. Yeah, I think Michelle's the winner, and I have no in, well, I can't because their votes are being read out, so I can't really know who wins. But um, it's just remember I said to you the last time I was here, it was just after the AK vote, mm. and I remember saying, uh. I had this weird feeling that Michelle could win. And I didn't believe it. I I was like, surely no. Because she had an invisible edit at that point. But remember one Tribal Council pre-merge? They were talking about, oh, players who don't make big moves and kind of slowly come to the end. And she said, well, maybe that's a player that can win Survivor. Will be the person who doesn't is, isn't over the top and gets to the end like that. Yeah. And, you know... We've podcasted for, what, 10 seasons or something of that. Um, again, I 90% of Survivor fans are smarter than I am, but that just rang so many alarms of why would they have that line in there. Um, but then I didn't really believe it. We still had, like, 14 people left, and she had an invisible edit. I thought, no way. She's probably a pre-merge. Um, that was my first sign, so I was keeping an eye out on her. Literally the week after, she had that big episode where she was voting yeah, up Ben. ben. Um, yeah. Poor old Sideshow Bob Ben. Poor Ben. Um, then we get to the merge and her edit has shot up. Um, I've never been a fan. She's grown on me a bit. Um, 
she has been trying to play the game. I appreciate that. But just her edit, it's gone from, oh, maybe it will be that person wins, to suddenly she's the strategist, and she's getting all the strategy confessionals, and we're getting all about her, and this week a little less than we have, uh, and she's going to take out Luke, because I need to have that on my resume to win the game. Um, so I think it looks bad for her now. She voted for Pete, so that doesn't look great for Michelle at the moment. I don't think Michelle would normally win against Luke or against Henry or even, like, Tessa. But I think it's going to be up against, like, Tara or Pete. So it's not like Michelle would be a winner who wins against everyone, but with the Final Four that we have... So um, she doesn't beat Jericho? Ah, probably, maybe. I don't see them being the Final Two together, but she might. But, I mean, you know, I said that weeks and weeks ago, then... the moment leading up to that, I said the only two possible people could be Luke or Michelle. And then Luke got voted out. So I, se- I sent you that message. Michelle just won the he game. He did. Um, I can, yep, he did. So, yeah, I would be shocked if it's not her. But also, the thing you got to remember is this is Australian Survivor. And we Christy don't, won. We don't know <laughs> yeah, how they edit the winners. Because Christy won. Um, and that's no disrespect to Christy. It's just no, it's, but it's based on the edit we saw. Christy wasn't winning. Yeah, I went into that finale saying, "Well, Lee just won," because um, every American Survivor you go into, you know who's going to be the winner, or you've got two people in mind in the finale. Yeah, this one I went in. Lee has to be the winner, and Christy, like she wasn't even on my radar. Like um, that was that was South Pacific to me. <laughs> I had no idea Sophie was winning that game um, Still don't So that's one thing you have to keep in mind With this finale coming up But I would be shocked if Michelle isn't the winner I think there's just so much you can go back on now And look and see Oh yeah, there's her path to being the winner um, And they've really shot up her edit But I wish it was Luke uh, We won't get too much into Luke But one reason other than I thought Luke was great uh, Was that Luke would have been the polar opposite to Christie's edit. Yeah. And my problem with Michelle winning is it's just Christie's edit again. And I know you're going to get the Aspergy, uh, like, Survivor <laughs> fans um, who are going to say, yeah, but Michelle's edit is different to Christie's because you've got this and that and she had this confessional, but Christie had two confessionals in episode seven. <laughs> like, it's the same edit. It's the under-the-radar female who had a little bit in the pre-merge then kind of had nothing and then shot up towards the end. Um, that's why I would have liked Luke to win because he would have been the complete opposite. Like, he had a hundred and something confessional. He, he was the, the Tony kind of. Yeah. The one that you yeah. shouldn't win. Yeah, he would have been the Tony and that would have been so different to Christy. But now we're going to have, if Michelle wins, it's just like, oh, is this how Australian Survivor edits their winners or is this just a coincidence? This is where if Tara wins, we'll all be like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I would love a Tara. Um, Every Survivor fan's going to hate me for saying that. Look, it's, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. And it's, I, I said at the beginning of the season, a, a woman's going to win. Uh, my pick was uh, Annalise. <laughs> um, but uh, I, loved I loved Annalise. And then Tara, just, uh, not Tara, sorry, Tessa. Like, I oh, Tara. love Tessa. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting. It's down between Michelle and Jericho and Jericho is just fascinating. Like Jericho does not scream winner because this is a guy who Russell Hans the camp and then had this weird, weird, weird storyline about cookies, (laughs) which I still don't get. I will build my army. (laughs) 
Like, I just do not understand cookie yeah, that plot. Was weird. Um, I liked like <sighs> no, I liked his strategies, like how he didn't just eat cookies. He made it into a gameplay thing. Was it Sylvan was saying the other week on our recap? Was it idioms he was saying that this is what Jericho yeah, uses? That just he really everything does. he speaks is in idioms, and he like yeah, God. Um, Again, you don't want to get in a car with him. You don't want to put your cat around him. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the charm of Jericho, though. I he's just a little like he's just that little friend of yours that just like he everyone likes him. Like he's he's just a little bit weird and mischievous, but not in a way, not in a me way where you don't want anything to do with me because I'm an annoying shit. Get away from me, Ben. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's weird, but let's hang out with him. Yeah, I really like him. Um, and especially as more players have been voted out, there's less people to root for. Um, but I really think that Survivor has never had a character like no, him. I just don't. Not comparable. I don't. Because he's like a hero, but a villain, and he's just like this. Has these weird confessionals, and we haven't really got anything. He's had one of the more consistent edits this entire season, but I feel like we never really got anything personal from him until last night. Um,. I love that moment when he said, when they threatened the rock draw, when they're like, risks, I love risks. Let's do it. Oh, that risks. was great. It's, like, it's oh. like, do you want to take that risk? Yeah, I love risk. He just doesn't give a shit. That was like, uh, <laughs> Sandro, yeah. are you with me or against me? What did against you. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sandro. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, that was kind of like that. I, I, I love risks. <laughs> this is so good. Um, yeah, I like him, but throughout the whole season, even though he's had one of the more consistent, as much less than Luke, um, he's just never ever screamed winner. He's playing the game well. He's great at challenges, even though he hasn't won an individual one, but he's great at them. Um, he's got the strategy, he's got the social game, he's got enough of an edit, but there's just something that has never, ever, ever screamed winner for me. I just don't, and I would like him, of the four left, I'm probably rooting for him the most, um, because I think he's played a good game, and he's been a fun character, but I don't know, do you see it too? I just don't see that, even though it's consistent, the edit, I don't see the edit as the winner, I don't know why. I'm with you, like, it just, it doesn't add up, but... Again, going back to what you said about we just don't know how Australian Survivor edits their winners. Um, yeah. but he, has, I, he has not had a vote against him all game. Yeah. Um, he's played a damn good game. Name um, never comes up. Uh, and, you know, when Luke versus Sarah was happening and he was, like, in the middle and he had both of the alliance. Like, he's played a good game. But, but he, like, he's... He's arguably the best player. And I would probably say that, like, you've also got to look at who's going to manage the jury, who's going to give good answers, who's going to... Uh, like, he's, like, his idiom speak, <laughs> but, like, he, he's compelling in what he says. Like, yeah, definitely. Like, you Michelle's just going to talk about herself. Yeah, Bondi. Yeah, like, Bondi, Bondi, me, 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 me. Um, you know, Pete's gonna... Uh, Pete would be entertaining. Uh, Tara. <laughs> Tara's gonna be the one, like, tells the jury members to sit down. Shut up! Like the Sherry Beathman. Eat your rice! <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think... Yeah, he's captivating. I think he's got the social votes. He, I think people would vote for him. The only problem could be a lot of the... Samatau? Is that the tribe he wasn't on? Uh, yeah, he's always been in a summer. Yeah, a lot of the Samatau didn't get to spend too much time with him. Like, they were all like, you know, Jared was voted out early, Annalise, stuff like that. So that could be a slight issue, but... But he's I, got Sarah, Luke, obviously, were with him the entire way. 
I think he would get the votes if he makes it. But I feel like he's the biggest challenge threat. He's the biggest social threat. He's the biggest strategic threat. If he doesn't win, I think he's out for. You got to just um, before we get to Tara. Um, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to say spoiler alert. This has been advertised in, in TV guide, so it's not a spoiler. If you don't want to know specifics of what is happening this Sunday, tune out now, skip ahead, I don't know, probably 20 minutes how long we talk about this, I don't know. But, because I mean, working out the jury, so we've got eight members at the moment, it's the final two, you're going to have a jury of 10, but the twist on Sunday, it's non-elimination, and then the winner of the challenge gets to remove a jury member. Because I guess kind of we are at this point where not only do we think about jury management, we've also got to think about who's going to vote for who. Jericho's got a guaranteed vote from Luke. Hundred percent getting that vote from Luke, and if hypothetically he wins a challenge, I mean, who's not going to vote for him? Jared maybe or Tessa because they never spend any time with him. I mean, Jared, yeah, a few days in the merge, but he was then voted out by him. So why would Jared want to vote for for Jericho? It depends who he's against, I guess. Um, so I mean, that's I mean, just quickly on that twist, we obviously saw that what was it in Korong when Neil got removed. Um. It's a it's an interesting twist, but does it have the like? I don't know if it's that groundbreaking in terms of changing the yeah, game. Yeah, because no votes are ever close in Survivor nowadays. Um, yeah, but you know, obviously Peter can't win with his edit. But now that I think about it, like Jared, Tessa, and Elise, they were all in his his original alliance. He's the last kind of survivor of that alliance. So, I mean, but he's edit. So, um, yeah. I don't think it's going to affect really anything. Um, and with this, like, who would Jericho even want to, like, like say Jericho wins, like, Jared, because he's just the first jury. Like, there's no one campaigning. Between these four players, there's no one really campaigning strong. Like, yeah, like, Tara would probably want to vote out Luke because he would vote for Jericho or something. But for, yeah. for Jericho, if he wins, there's no one to really vote out. Maybe he would say Lockie just because if he's planning on taking Tara to the end, he knows that yeah, Lockie's going to vote for Tara. It's unnecessary, but it's better than having an episode with two rewards. Um, I'm still not a fan of non-elimination. I think this is something you don't need to take a whole episode up on. Like you said, you made the suggestion about how the car reward should have been on this yeah, non-elimination. Yeah, through the car reward a lot. Um, but uh, with Jericho, I do think he's the second in line. Michelle's my tip, but Jericho, if Michelle doesn't win, it's Jericho. And I'd be happy with a Jericho win. Is there anyone in the final four that you wouldn't be happy with a win? Like, Pete would be a weird win because it was like Mr. Invisible. But, I mean, I know everyone's uh, straight right. Tara, 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 Tara. We're going to get to Tara in a sec. But, I mean, uh, look, based on the final four that we've got. Probably all of them, Ben. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 there's no one there that I can think of that I would go, oh, God. You know, I mean, obviously, I had more preferences higher up than the four that we've got, but. I mean, I've come around on Michelle. I know I really didn't like her for a large portion of this game, but I've come around on her. Oh, we didn't talk about her terrible move last night. But What's that, the uh, voting for... Yeah, I mean, let's just quickly talk about that, because, yeah, I get she wanted to be in Lockie's favourite if he did have the idol, but but she had immunity. Like, the worst-case scenario is she loses one alliance member. Now she's lost trust in probably everyone in the camp so that was dumb and what, what's um, the point in keeping Lockie on side when everyone's against him anyway yeah so it's like well I, her fear was he would vote her out next it's like but it's still a 2-2 exactly and no um, and everyone's going to vote for him over you yeah so she's had some okay gameplay but that was dumb um yeah i probably most of them actually because i like peter 
I wouldn't be satisfied him as a winner because of A, they would have butchered his edit. B, I don't really think he's done anything too exciting. Maybe he played an okay game, but apparently he not. Flip, he he mutinied. Um, yeah, but I mean, he would have been an idiot not to at that point. Um, you know, Michelle. Okay, she's come she's come around a bit. She's played a decent enough game, but at this point, I'm not a fan of her. Um, but it's kind of like you know when you know someone's going to win, like Mike Holloway yeah. is going to win or something. You just you've already before it's happened come to terms with it. <laughs> like Michelle. I've already pretty much come to terms with it, so I'm like, I'm don't love her as a character, but you know, like um, Tara, <laughs> I would love it just because people would be pissed off, and I'd be sitting back just you now look, hilarious. You love Tara, yeah. Tara is fantastic. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. We've found the Tara fan. Yeah, and I don't Here care. You get all the comments on the episode. I don't care, Tara. If you're listening, you are amazing. Um. So, I would be satisfied just because I love Tara, but also, she hasn't played a good game. Um, and Jerrica, I would not be unsatisfied with, but it's not like he's my absolute... I really wanted him the whole game, but he would be a decent enough winner. Tell us about your Tara, love. Yeah, so Tara... <laughs> I feel like... I haven't been on for a year, and I feel like this whole episode has just been bashing on Survivor fans. Eh. So I mean, I love... The com- none left. I love the commitment to the show, and I love that people are talking about the show... Um, please, no one take anything personally. But that's the motto of this show, <laughs> all right, people. If you haven't worked that out over six years, you haven't been listening long enough. But it's like I don't get the Tara hate. Okay, I can kind of see it. But do you not like good TV? Tara is hilarious. I was literally laughing out loud at some of the stuff from the past few episodes. And then when she got the lollies and she was like, nah, I'm taking the lollies straight away. And she's doing, nah, I'm getting lucky out and all this stuff. And <laughs> she's, like, she's bogan, which yeah, is good. She, good but like, again, she, we've established all season Tara, that's good bogan. We said it with Amy. Amy agreed. She was good bogan, so it's fine. She was like, yeah, good bogan. I love it. Uh, she's a good classic bogan. And she's just like, she doesn't care too much. And she's had a really big edit like she's had personal stuff as well as strategy stuff as well as funny stuff like she's one of the most fleshed out players they've had on this season um i was sad when she got voted out and then she made the comeback yeah she's not a good player but as i said with tai trang sometimes it's not always about good players it's about what's going to be good tv and what's going to be a bit of a wild card keith nail he's not a good player he almost won but he's not a great player Top 10 character in Survivor. It's just like, Tara, if she wasn't in the season, yeah, you complain about her all you want, and you need someone to root against, but people are getting personal with Tara, I feel like. Um, calling her, and then they like get so like, oh, she's a hypocrite. We learnt that last week with uh, Julian. He had a, he got a bit personal with Tara and got a message from Tara. So Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah go for it, Tara. I'm, I've... I mean, I'm not advocating anyone fighting. Like, let's just all be friends, but... Um, <laughs> think about the children. Won't anybody please think about the children? Yeah, I think she's just been so fun on the show. She's got that kind of devious thing, I feel like, that Jericho has. Um, she's really good at narrating the show. Um, I'm quite different to Tara. She's like the, kind of a country type. I mean, I live in Snug, but... Um, <laughs> I don't think it's quite as country where... <laughs> yeah, like, she's a horse racer and she's, like, um, country. She's, like, the single mum, I think, right? Um, she's got two kids. Yeah. <laughs> now we're just 
giving her stats out. She, she's this Likes tall. chicken. <laughs> um, Watched Dirty Dancing and thought it was okay. <laughs> she's devious. I love it. Uh, she's the biggest female character on this season. I don't care what you say. She is. Um, I think people are just getting so uptight about, oh, she's a bad player. Oh, she's a hypocrite. She's great TV, and if she wasn't there, along with, like, Luke, Luke said this in your exit interview, he talks about, yeah, I also just wanted to give the fans something to give them good TV. And if Tara wasn't there, this season would be a whole lot less interesting than it is. She was memorable early on when she was in control. She was memorable when she was on the bottom. She was memorable when she got voted out and flipped. And then AK versus Tara later on, where she wanted to get her revenge. Then she joined into a, like a proper alliance, and she's been taking the lollies straight away. She's been with Lockie, but really she's actually been against him for the whole time. Well, not the whole time, but a few times. Um, if they do an All-Star, you've got to bring back Tara. Oh, Tara sure. is so great. and Yes, I get it. Sometimes she can be a little annoying. Sometimes, yeah, she's a bit of a hypocrite. But the amount of hate... Like, I didn't know this because I was traveling and I think you told me, like, oh, yeah, people hate Tara. I'm like, what? Despised. Absolutely Yeah, despised. and I don't get it. Yes, you can be a little annoyed, but that's her charm. I like good TV and um, I've been rooting... I, I'm glad no one's been targeting her because I would have sucked if we lost Tara as well. Really, I mean, Michelle, yeah, she's Michelle. Pete is kind of invisible. Jericho's got his idioms. But really, Tara is the only big character left in the show. And Well, you think about, going back to what we were talking about, our Final Four last year. I mean, no disrespect to Christy Lee, Elle, or Flick, but who's the biggest character out of those four? Flick. Yeah. And even Flick's not... I, I fucking love Flick. But she's not like... She's not Tara-level character. Yeah. And I mean... Like, one of my biggest complaints about Cook Islands, for example, everyone advocates for Cook Islands. Uh, it's only really been recently there's a bit of hatred towards that, and I think that's kind of the Mario Lanza effect. But, like, the final... I still f- love it. I don't. <laughs> the final four of Cook Islands is boring. Um, and I think that, kind of, you compare these seasons that we've got here, and, like, compare any of the final fours of any of the Australian survivors, and, yes, I'm including season one and season two. Last season's probably the weakest final four. This season, yeah, probably the most exciting Final Four of characters. And, like, because Tara, Jericho, uh, I mean, I mean, Michelle's got a character quirks because she's yeah, kind of a yeah. bit, like, selfish, villainous, like, in a way. She's kind of a bit villainous in the way she goes about things. But, like, like I agree with everything. Like, I've always, n- like, middled Tara. I've never, I, I can see why people don't like her. I've enjoyed her quirks, and I've always said, you need her on this show because yeah. reality casting, it's gold. And to me, Tara, in a few years' time, is going to be a cult figure who everyone's going to come around on. Think of Jerry Mant, the Australian Outback. Everybody oh. hated Jerry. She's the villain. And now she's beloved. Yeah. So, like... I, I hope so. And, like, the thing that also I think I'm so happy with Tara and so happy with Luke on this season for our American, our Canadian, our overseas viewers... Tara and Luke are Australian yeah, as they come. Well, yeah. Tarzan as well. Like, yeah, this, so Australian. So Australian. And, like, just love it. And, like, one of my like, funniest Tara lines, I think, was uh, Tribal Council last night. Like, I all season had kind of... When, I, when we were tweeting, I would always tweet, like, actual picture of Tara, and I put a little picture of a goat. Uh, but I love like Tara last night. Oh, I don't know why you're referring to him as goat. Oh, that was goats so... I think you're more about sheep. I was cracking up during that moment. Like, oh, what are you saying bad things about goats? <laughs> like, oh, That's John Carroll. John Carroll's yeah. coming there with his goats. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, originally I was middle. I didn't hate her. I'm like, yeah, she's a bigger character. She's getting a big edit. 
Um, and then she fell in the minority, and I liked her. And then when she got voted out, I was like, oh, I, that sucks. She's a big character. And then she obviously wasn't. Um, but then, yeah, from the moment she switched, her my love for her has only grown, and people hated how she was always hating on AK. I loved the whole, like, when he flipped and she was so excited to, like, I'm going to get AK out. And I, I, I like AK as a character, but I do have to also love Lockie and Tara's hatred for AK because <laughs> it was just kind of funny how much, like, didn't Lockie call him, like, a dickhead or something when he when he flipped? And he's like, oh, I can finally say that now or something. Um, yeah, we're not allowed to. So I, I, I really did think AK was a great character, but I loved Tara's storyline of hatred against him. And yeah, since the merge and everything, Tara, if you're listening, I'm your biggest fan. Um, and I'm not sure if it means anything, but my mother also liked you. So when we next week, we'll, we will more than likely be speaking to her in the next seven days, unless she refuses. I don't know why she would. I mean, we're nothing but nice words <laughs> today. Uh, I'll open that with that. I'll say, Tara. Yeah, please. Got to start us straight away. Your biggest fan is one of our co-hosts, Noah Grows. Uh, this random guy who's appeared once. <laughs> Uh, you're still classified as a co-host I hope you know you haven't done anything all year yeah just take the credit you're still in the four co-hosts officially (laughs) listed on our show well actually we've got more now uh, but but yeah please do because I think she's great and you know if she wasn't so hated I wouldn't be going out of my way to say all this I would just say yeah Tara's cool but because she's so hated I just don't get it because I thought Survivor fans loved good TV and loved funny characters Um, so that being said I think she's not a good player. Um, <laughs> don't think she stands a chance in hell at winning, even with the Lockie kind of comment. And, you know, she her edit hasn't been too kind on her. She's already been voted out. I think people like her, but not enough of a social game. So, Tara, huge fan. I don't think next week we're going to see you as winner of the next season of Australian Survivor. And I have, I have to say... She wins this game. Fans go into a meltdown. Yeah. Um, I, would I would love it just to watch, <laughs> watch them go into that meltdown. Now, before I get... We've got a couple of listening questions that we send and we appreciate those. Um, and we've got some fun ones too. But uh, I guess we're kind of at this point because this is our last opportunity for a roundtable. Obviously, next time, you and I are going to do an episode probably in a couple of weeks. We'll probably let it simmer for a little bit. But it's just going to kind of be like what we did with Ozcaps, uh, Oz Topsy, or whatever those ones we did at the end of the season, Ozcaps, Oz Topsy were our weekly ones. Um, we're just kind of going to analyse the season in general, but rather than what we used to do, where we went over every single player and talked about the moments and it took like three hours. We're just going to really go over what worked, kind of an overall feel, and then that's also going to lead us to coming up to like the five best moments of this season. We'll put together a little video. It's going to be fun. You'll love it. But given this would be before that, we've got four people left. So rather than going a final two, because it's kind of 50-50 and we're kind of going over it. Let's go over each final two scenario okay. and who wins. So, Jericho, Pete. Jericho. Jericho, Michelle. Are we explaining it? Or we just, uh, you can if you want to. I mean, you can give me a, like, Jericho wins 9-0. I mean, like, it's no. entirely up to you. No, Jericho, uh, Jericho, Michelle, <sighs> Jericho. Jericho, Tara. Jericho. So Jericho wins no matter who he's up against. Yeah, if he makes the end, I think he's winning. And he even, cocky Jericho, he even said, if I make the end, I'm definitely going to win. Um, that was Terrence and Philip. <laughs> <laughs> Very Terrence and I, I love Jericho's accent. I can't do it, but I, I, I love it. Though. I would agree with all... I, uh, I'll go a bit different and say Michelle beats him, though. Mm. It's a tight one. 
Uh, maybe Michelle gets like Tessa's votes and stuff like that. All right. So uh, Pete, Michelle. Michelle. Pete, Tara. Pete, but I don't think that's going to happen though. I'd love that fight or two. Uh, so only the last one left, I would imagine, is Michelle Tara. Um, Michelle. So based on that, Pete's the only one who can't win. Uh, no, if he's Tara's Tara. the only one who can yeah. win. Tara, I don't think can win. Tara's Survivor. not winning this game. My favourite left, but I don't think she's winning at all. Yeah, I'd probably agree with everyone that you said there. Interesting. Uh, yeah, if Jericho makes the end against anyone, I think he's going to win. But can I give you now my tips? Then please, Noah, give me your tips. And again, I know nothing. And Did you, you go to the you, toilet you, at all? <laughs> it's going to be. I think next, after the non-elimination episode, I think Jericho will be voted out at fourth place because he will be such a big like, challenge threat and a social threat. So it'll be a final three of Tara, Michelle, Pete. I think maybe Michelle will win the last immunity or Tara. And I think Peter will be voted out in third place. I think we'll have a Michelle Tara final two. And Tara may get one or two votes, but Michelle will get the majority and she'll be our new winner of Australian Survivor. I am going to agree with you on the final two. I am going to say that Pete goes first, followed by Jericho. Oh, yeah, I like to see that. If Jericho wins immunity or something. And I think that Tara gets Lockie's vote, and that's it. I think it's 8-1, Michelle. Same as last year. Yeah. Um, Except yeah. that, uh, sadly, um, Tara doesn't end up with Lockie uh, like <laughs> Lee ended up with Elle. <laughs> well, she might get a whole man out of it. She's single, isn't she? I don't know if Lockie's single. She seemed to like him a lot. Um, but I don't know if Lockie's single. But Tara should get a whole nad out of it. Well, yeah, I think... Could <laughs> you imagine that? Now let me game on the goats. Over. Taking the goats down. <laughs> Taking the goats down. Well, she has the kids. Got like, new tunes. And my most important tribe in the back. So stuff is all. No, I think... That's a, um, sorry, I'm sorry, Tara. I do like you. <laughs> no, I think Lockie is getting the ad next year. And I think Luke's getting the ad. No, no, no. Here's my theory. I think... Because uh, I've got it down. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lockie gets the um, the Holden ad. And I think if he won the car, then he would have had the ad definitely. But now I think he's like, I didn't win this on Survivor. But now I'm driving my blah, blah, blah. Um, Lockie gets the ad. I think Henry gets a role on Neighbours. <laughs> Come on, it's happening. Malcolm got his little thing. <laughs> It's happening. He's going to play a yoga guy or something. <laughs> I can see it. Um, <laughs> come on, it's happening. Um, <laughs> and Luke, I think, is getting a, another reality show. I think he's going to get on it, like, you know, Dancing with the Stars or... Master like, Chef. Master, like, I don't know what else. I'm the a celebrity, block. get me out of here. Yeah, if that's... Is that a thing? I, they do it every January and, like, he would, you know... Yeah. He would I fit would, perfectly. He's Maybe well almost watched, but I wouldn't. Um... But I'd maybe almost watch just for him because I think he's great. Um, yeah, I think he's getting another reality. Maybe not his own, but you know, He'll the blog. On, yeah, I'm a celebrity. Maybe The Bachelor. I would watch that. Oh my and god! And I hate The Bachelor. He's married. Oh. <laughs> there goes that one. <laughs> you know, I hate The Bachelor. But if Luke was The Bachelor, that would be just the best television <laughs> ever. Uh, so yeah, there's there's my tips. Next year, Lockie gets the Holden ad. Uh, Henry gets the neighbor slot, and Luke's going to be on another reality show. And Tara gets... Back to her goats. (laughs) 
Jericho goes snorkeling. Where's L on the ads? <laughs> Where was L on Survivor? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Touche. Let's leave it at that. L was very entertaining on social media. I, and like from what I've heard from everybody on her season, she swore like a pirate and she actually was quite funny. So I think we were robbed of uh, robbed real L. Uh, now, I think we should maybe go over the players one by one on our final episode. I think we should do that in a couple okay. of weeks. Just as a, not like what we would do on an Ozcap, but just a few little brief bits on them. Because I think here we get some listening questions here. And okay, well, I love Luke and I love Kent and <laughs> That's it. I loved Tarzan. Okay, well, we'll go into more detail. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. I loved Kent. That's just what I wanted to really we'll say. We'll do word association in a couple of weeks. You're only allowed to say one word with them. Uh, now, round tables. As I said, our last one, but thanks for listening to questions. Uh, I will say that, obviously, we've got some listening questions to ask to Andrew. I think we're going to be releasing this post-Andrew interview. Oh, so, if you're listening to me, on. weird order, we've recorded this pre-Andrew. But uh, just sort of letting you know, uh, to everybody who sent these in, thank you. If you do want to send us listener questions or any of our episodes, just follow us on social media to search for the Oz Network and you can get them in. So, um, Sally says... Sally, now, uh, my now, good friend. I'm glad a few people have raised this because obviously this has been... I mentioned this in our exit interview with uh, Lockie this morning that I didn't really have much of an update on Debbie and that I would have an update for you tonight. Do have an update for you on this. Uh, Sally says, I've been checking your sites and pages four times a day. I was wondering why we had four times as many uh, readers. We had four, which is <laughs> nice. Uh, for updates on the Debbie podcast, I hope she's been rescheduled for later on this season. Um, Look, I love you, Sally, but you know, like, got any questions for Noah? Where there is, is Debbie? There is a question for you, Noah. Just, oh, okay. Sorry, Sally. Calm down. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll just address that quickly first. Uh, basically, what happened with Debbie is kind of to go into slight details without going into too much details. We've got an exit interviews. We obviously have to abide by certain rules when it comes to certain contestants. There's sort of a four-season lockout now when it comes to dealing with it. So we kind of have to clear up through CBS and Channel 9 to lock these in. When we initially announced Debbie, we hadn't had the exit interviews confirmed, so therefore we thought we were okay, but then we kind of have to clear it up with it. There were some scheduling issues when it came to CBS and Channel 9 and Debbie and myself. And basically, they were scheduling it to the point where we would have been talking about the episode before the episode aired. So it didn't work out. We were waiting for a reschedule. And sadly, I don't know what has happened, but I've been informed today that it will have to be rescheduled. I'm not sure what's happened on what end. So to answer your question, yes, she will be rescheduled. Hopefully, after the episode is aired, so we can talk about it. So our Dan recap this week will be... Uh, Episodes one and two recap with Dan Foley. And knowing that Dan Foley usually talks to us for about 17 hours, that's probably a good thing anyway. So I, I profusely apologize, Sally. I, for one, am devastated that we haven't been able to get that because I love I, Debbie. I fucking love Debbie. I just love that woman to bits. Sorry to a random person on Reddit who complained about me name dropping the fact that I met survivors, but I met Debbie in Los Angeles. She was amazing in person. And I was really looking forward to that. But so we definitely plan on having her on this season at some point, Sally. So thank you for that. Now, your question for you, Noah. Sorry, um, Noah, what was your take on Game Changers? Were you a fan of Debbie? As all, <laughs> as all of us. Sally loves Debbie. <laughs> um, that's it? Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think I didn't follow the fan community much, but people hated Debbie or didn't like her or something, but uh, I, I loved it when she went psycho at Brad Culpepper. Well, that was and hilarious. I'm pissed off because <laughs> I think she plays up to it so much. Um, I think, yeah, sure, she's crazy in real life, but I think she knows what she's doing to get airtime on TV. Uh, I love her; she's so entertaining. 
like I think someone described her as like the female coach at one time. It's so true. Yeah, um, completely agree. I like fun characters as you've established. So yeah, she's not a great player, but she's so fun. Um, I think she's an underrated player. I think she's actually a bit better than people give her credit for. Yeah, she's okay. better than Ty. Yeah, <laughs> I love Ty though. I love Ty too. What a great Survivor character. Um, yeah, game changers. You know, I was busy during throughout all of this, um, so I didn't follow it too closely. I watched the episodes. Um, it was okay. It was just that didn't really seem to go anywhere, and it didn't live up to the hype for a returning player season. Um, they brought back a lot of people they didn't need to bring back. Um, and my major problem is that, you know, season two, three of Australian Solar, all the best players went out pre-merge. So then post-merge, you had all these randoms. Yeah, like, I was thinking about Game Changers the other day. Uh, these are some of the names who went out pre-merge on Game Changers. Tony, Sandra, Malcolm, Sierra, um, Jeff Varner, uh, JT. Literally, Caleb was the only non-big name character, if I'm not mistaken, who went out pre-merge on uh, Game Changers. And instead, we got to the merge and we had Haley and Sierra <laughs> and Brad Culpepper and Troy Zan. All-Stars, you would maybe argue. Yeah, so that was disappointing because JT, I adored on the season. I thought he was so good. And I always thought I wasn't a Malcolm fan, but I was sad to see him go. Sandra, I was so impressed with. Tony, just devastating. Um, so it was okay. I would have it in the second lower half of Survivor seasons. How would you rate the four returning player seasons? Uh, the top is Heroes vs. Villains, clearly. Um, it's the only good one, like great one. All-Stars. Uh, I like All-Stars, <laughs> but it's just... Returning players seasons are funny because they're always okay. Like, they're rarely ever, like, amazing, but they're always, like, they're never, like, terrible. They're just like, yeah, they're decent. Uh, Heroes vs. Villains... Second chance, all stars, game changers. So to answer Sally's questions, maybe I don't like it. Um, yeah, it was okay, but I'm not in a rush to see it again. I don't think they should have brought some half the players they brought back. Thank you, Sally. Uh, Richard, uh, thank you, Richard, for your question. I mean, you've I've kind of just answered. You're you're also on the Debbie train here. Uh, hi, Ben. What happened to the Debbie recap? I'm so oh, excited. People want to see Debbie. Believe me, all I all I get in these uh, recaps now is, oh my god, I'm so happy you got Craig on. When are you getting Flick? Oh my god, I can't believe you got Desmond. When are you getting Craig? Like, I mean, it's just like, I love the listeners of this show, but I mean, one at a time, people. Um, hi, Ben. What happened to the Debbie recap? I'm so excited, waiting for this. If worse outcomes comes and it isn't happening, I hope she can come on later this season. I'm sure she's gotten heaps of questions. She has gotten heaps of questions. I've got a whole list of questions that you guys sent in, which are fantastic questions. So, uh, as I just said to Sally, she will hopefully be coming in. Now, my favouritest name of any of our listeners, and I just love saying this woman's name, Sasha Pewterschmidt. What a name. Pewter Schmidt. Don't you just like... Kazakhstan. Let's go with that. Uh, Now, Sasha is kind of one of our regulars, and she always sends in sort of a similar vein of questions. I know she sent some of these in for our Andrew chat tonight. Could be a guy. Sasha. Like a it, it could Eastern be. European, Russian type. Thing. I mean, it's 2017. You can't be sure anymore, can you? So it's a human being called Sasha Pewterschmidt. Uh, so you've got the option here, Noah. Oh, um, I always like you've options. got four options here, and she's listed a few different characters. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, actually, the whole game. I'm just going to correct myself. She's actually set this in for Dan, but fuck it. You're going to get these questions oh, anyway. <laughs> so, Dan, if you're listening, you'll, you'll get a few days in advance of this. So you've got a kiss, slap, hug, or run away. 
right. They're your options. Uh, more advanced than I know. So let's start with Dan. Given that Dan, these are four Dan, what would you do with Dan Foley? Would you kiss him, slap him, hug him, or run away? Hug him. Hug him. Definitely. He's a good hugger. Um, Aubrey. Oh, so it's just, it's not like four names and you have to pick. No, it's not. It's not. I'm just giving uh, you a name and you've got to say what Aubrey. you would do. Um, kiss. Yeah. There's something there. <laughs> cool. Uh, Kimmy. Kappenberg? Uh, oh, I guess that's the only Kimmy, isn't it? Unless it's Kimmy Spradlin. <laughs> Kimmy Johnson. Kimmy. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Slap or something? Uh, kiss, slap, hug, or run away. Um, I'm going to get a nice motherly hug from Kimmy Kappenberg. Oh, kiss her a lot. Uh, <laughs> Colby. Colby. Oh, you got to kiss him if you got the chance. With Colby Donaldson, you right? you got it. Uh, now, Mike, uh, I'm going to say Holloway uh, doesn't really. Oh, well, I was going to say Kiss, but I thought you meant Mike Cheezel. So <laughs> Scooping, um... <laughs> uh, run away. <laughs> Mike <laughs> Scooping, I'm going to run away. You're from. a bit old for Mike. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's oh, true. too soon. I'm over the age of eight. No, not too soon. What a scumbag. Wow, okay. Good to see. Um, yeah, I'd run away from Mike Scoopin. Jefferson. We'll, we'll do them all. I'd run away from Mike Scoopin. Uh, Michael Jefferson. I'm going to slap that guy because he's the only one to never have... Um, Complete the one world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who else? Mike Cheezel. I'm going to kiss him. That guy's made of cheezels. Cheezled out of stone. Who else? Cheezels. Holloway. Holloway. He's kind of like a slap, but not in the face, like a like a high bump, five type, bump like slap. a bump slap. Yeah, <laughs> like I can't imagine hugging him, but I give him like a I've hugged him, like a bro, like a I've bro hugged Mike Holloway. What do you call them? What are the things that cool people do? Like bro slap? <laughs> I'm not cool. People. You're asking the wrong person. I don't know. I would bro slap. Is that a bro? <laughs> like a high five type handshake thing? Are you really asking me? Like, is that all the mics? Mike. From Scoop and Caramel, is there a one? Or? Caram- oh, uh, 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 Michael Snow. Snowy. Oh, Snowy. Kiss him. Yeah, yeah, you're kissing Go Snowy. Yeah. Um, I love Snowy. Handsome man. I'm Michael sure we're missing Snow. one. Are we not missing a... Mike. Michael. Mike. Is there more Michaels that we missed? Or? Hmm. I feel like we're missing Mike. Michael. Uh, anyway, sorry to all the Survivor Mikes out there. No, I think we got We said like... Big five. Michael Albright. Well, he's not big anymore. He's little Michael Albright. Oh, that's nice. He's very thin. Is he? Yeah. Bloody oh, eyes he is. Good on you, Mike. He's fucking tiny. He's thinner than me. Nice, I'm Mike. Big Ben. He's like little Mike. I, I, I've hugged him. Good on him. I'm just bragging now, apparently. Sorry, Mr. Reddit user. <laughs> uh, Sierra. That's uh, spelt as in Sierra Dawn Thomas. Oh. I thought Eastern. Oh. Well, I mean, we know what you do with her. It's a fifth option. <laughs> Buy dinner. Sierra Dawn Thomas. <laughs> Not hug because she would like tower over me. She's very tall. Um... Beautiful woman. Yeah, yeah, I wish there was more options. Like, you know, go to the park <laughs> <Yeah>. or like... <laughs> um, like Option number five. Here you go, Sasha. Next week, I want you to send in questions to our recap. More Kiss, slap, hug, run away or go to the park. <laughs> you need more... Because I, I don't want to... Like, it might be weird if I kiss her, but I just want... Yeah, I'm going to kiss her. Yeah. But, you know, there's more options because I don't want to run away or slap people. I'm so glad that this wasn't brought up when Paul was on a couple of weeks ago. Corinne. Vito. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you know, I think Corinne is a very attractive woman, so I would kiss her, but more likely I'd probably run away because she'd probably be yelling scary things at me. I, I think if I met her in real life, I'd be scared of her. 
Yeah, been there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I had a great conversation. Stop name dropping, Ben. <laughs> uh, Eliza. Speaking of people I've met. <laughs> Again, pro- <laughs> probably run I'm away. I'm the Michelle of this podcast. <laughs> I would be scared of her probably because she'd say scary things, but <laughs> probably run away. But, yeah, you know, maybe hug Eliza. Uh, Amy. Amy Cusack. Ooh, kiss. <laughs> Rupert. Um, oh. Rupert's on here. Um, yeah. Do you want to see the list? Don't believe me. Go to, go to the park. <laughs> I'm going to go to the park with Rupert and give him a big hug. Oh, he'd be a good hugger. Yeah, come here, Noah. With his big dong. I'm going to give you a hug. <laughs> Stop saying Rupert's got a big dong because we know it's true. Uh, speaking of big dongs, uh, this woman doesn't have one because she's a woman. Sandra. Sandra. Oh, I would maybe run because I'd scare that she would say something mean to me, but. I'm going to give Sandra a hug. Three. Kiss. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Uh, a chance to kiss a Survivor legend like that. <sighs> okay, so I'm dumb. I've just realised that Sasha has sent in you separate ones. Hey, she sent in two. My God, sorry, Dan Foley. I just stole your questions. I, I just stole your questions. Sorry, Dan. All right, no, I like that game though. Kiss, slap, hug, or run away. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant all other questions. There's a few different ones on this one, so I'll go with the different ones. Uh, Kelly Wigglesworth, kiss. Uh, but I don't know if Joe's doing that. I see what together. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Last uh, I heard they were having a reality show. It was like a weird yoga thing on YouTube. Yeah, there was a weird video of them getting <laughs> naked and dancing around. Yeah, if you're with Kelly Wigglesworth, you'd get naked. Of course you would. Uh, Debbie. Well, she was a model, so I would kiss her. <laughs> Among many things. Uh, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the park with that dude. <laughs> right on the little <laughs> seesaw. <laughs> I love Billy. Debbie. bring back Billy. Debbie. Eaton. Oh, kiss, 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 kiss. Is it not great that we ended up getting Debbie? Eaton on oh. And I actually stayed in contact on and off with her. Not now, but like. You think we should get her back on? Yes. Does she watch Survivor still though? Well, she started, remember, when you had interviewed her. We said her. we'd get her back on for a recap. And yeah, then we asked her. Because she watched her. Second Chance, remember, and she was really enjoying it. Okay, and we, then I think Co Wrong. Did have we, we still got contact with her? I don't know, because I thought I was her Facebook friend, but. How about we get her and Mad Dog on together? Oh, oh my yeah. God. Mad Boy. Dog rapping. Holy fuck. I just, I am, that is the best but thing ever. I, I love Deb Eaton though, and it was so good that we got her. And I did stay in touch for maybe a year after. I, I think the last thing she ever said to me was something about Mike Scoop and like, because it was just when the news came out. She's like, I can't believe. Uh, I just heard about Mike because I, I think it said a message like, Merry Christmas or something. And because I love Debbie, and she's like, "Oh, did you hear about Mike Scoop?" And I can't believe it. <laughs> you know the funny yeah, thing is, is, like you, <laughs> you literally like was so obsessed with her in like the early days. Like, just one of the most classicest moments from Survivor as I ever remember was in our Australian Outback Oscar, the good old days, and it was like you, me, Troy, Lancey, Ethan, uh, and then like that we used to ask the question, "What was the biggest what the fuck moment of the season?" You're like, "Oh, probably when Deb Eaton was like, and you just hear Lancey, Noah." <laughs> 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 Always made our best ofs. Um, I love Devin. Craig. The Australian from the, Survivor Craig. Um, hug. Okay. He seems like a big bear hug type. Luke. Luke from this season? I'm guessing. Um, yeah. What other Name another Survivor Luke <laughs> <laughs> from the Philippines. Uh. Yeah, survivor Israel. <laughs> um, Luke. I like Luke, but you know, we need more options. I'd go to the park with Luke. Phoebe. Kiss. 
Joan. Joan? First boot from this season. <laughs> <laughs> Solid reaction there. I'm a Joan. Valid, valid point there. Um, hug. And Peter. Oh, run away from Joan because she was like the escape person. The escape room. So I'd be escaping. Peter. Peter, um, I'd be hugging him, consoling him. You're not Puppet Pete. (laughs) Patting him on the back. What about Quitter Pete from last season? (laughs) Oh, I freaking love that dude. Really? Yeah, I loved Pete. Wow. Don't listen to our rankings episode then. Uh, (laughs) When that comes. All right. That's it. One more, one more listen question here. Now, you have missed the beloved new number one listener to this show, Granny Survivor. Granny Survivor. Granny Survivor. Is that Jillian? I would have thought it would have been by now, but we've never heard a real name. So, now, I read these word for word because people, again, I think, think I make this up. I do not make this up. This is legitimately word for word what she said to you, and she likes to write a lot because she's old. So, <laughs> Granny Survivor. Hello, dears. It is so nice to hear. Noah is back on the podcast. Oh, thanks, Green. I hope Linda is going to be back on soon, dears. <laughs> Gee. Again. There goes my five seconds. First question. Did you audition for Australian Survivor, Noah? Uh, no, I didn't. First one, I was like, no, I can't do this. I just want to watch as a fan. Second one, I was living in Europe. Third one, probably going to do it. Cool. All right. Thank you. Now, Granny Survivor likes to play a little game with us, similar to what we just had with the kiss, slap, hug, and oh, go to the park. More games. I love now, games. this one is for, for both of us, I believe, and we're not allowed to look. Uh, we're not allowed <laughs> <What>? to cheat. <laughs> what are we... <laughs> Show <laughs> each other your dong. But you're not allowed to look. <laughs> and guess who has the bigger dong between the following characters? Rupert. <laughs> Somebody sends me in that question to, like, if we get Rupert on for a recap... If somebody, li- I will ask it to him. <laughs> to Laura and Rupert. Rupert, how big is your dong? Laura back on. We need to get Rupert. them back on the show. Yeah, Laura and Rupert and Debbie. <sighs> Fucking love Laura. Um, not as much as Rupert. Uh, I'm back, dears, with another little game for you two. Here we go, Great. dears. Enjoy. Guess how many votes the following players received on their first time playing uh, in the season. I no can't... looking at Wikipedia or the character pages on Survival Wiki. Wow, that's tough. I used to be such a nerd and I would have got all these. I'm going to get none now. I've become... I've, I've sold out. How many have they... So in total, I'm guessing. Just in their first season. All right, so I will be 100% honest and say that I, I did not read this question before I read it on here, so I have so not gone back and cheated. Just their first season. Okay, well... Not for the returning m- player. For the most part, with the exception of three of these, they're all only one-time total players anyway. All right, so... Oh, I'm not going to get any. Gretchen. Well, she only got like two when she... Oh, she got four when she was voted out. Because it was like four, one, 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 one. Yeah. Um, uh, I haven't... Got, I should really open it up, shouldn't I? Oh, she, she didn't put the answer <laughs> No, she didn't. Thanks, Granny Survivor. Uh, <laughs> hey, maybe I'm going to say it's just four. Uh, look, I'll be different. I'll say five. I, I honestly... I Yeah, but Borneo's hard. Because I, I think like I agree all with you. over the place. I think I do agree with you. Um, but, but then she, she did go through that phase of like... Wanting to camp somewhere else or something like that. And I will say that um, I won't quite open Borneo yet because there's a few other Borneos Borneo. on this one. Uh, I'm going to say four, but who knows? Uh, see, the other Borneo one, he actually, is only one other. Richard Hatch. What did he get? He's, I think he got like about eight or nine, didn't he? He got a few. Uh, see, so you said four or five. All right, I'm going to say nine. For Richard Hatch? For Hatch, and he's on Borneo. I'm going to say... Mm, five. 
Maybe All right, so Granny Survivor, can I just add that given that I was unprepared for this, we're going to have to count this live on it. So we've already had us leave for fucking pee breaks. Um, so this is going to be... <laughs> I thought she was going to put the answers. Well, we got one for Andrew, actually, which has answers on it, which whoever sent that in, great. Uh, all right, so Gretchen, she didn't get any Pagong days. So in her... You were right. Woo! I thought I actually got one. Uh, so I would have gone that way, but I went with five. Just oh, different. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no Ben, you're, Shut no, up. you're right. Yeah. Uh, Richard didn't so get I any time. I said nine. <laughs> uh, so we got one in the Gretchen vote, three on oh, the Jenner vote, no, so that's four, five, six ah, on the Sue tie. So, so close. Well, you were technically closer than I was. What did you say? Four. Five. Well, you're one off. So yeah. you win, you get closer. Oh, do you still win? Yeah, I'm not doing the whole over prices right thing. You're closer, so you got two points. Um, I thought you had to get it right. Jerry, in she got would have been straight out back. Um, oh God, <laughs> every vote thirty eight. <laughs> no, um, I say twelve. Um, she got a lot. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say eight. Well, I can't look that up just yet because eight, so uh, this is hard. So she said, I um, used to be good at nerdy stuff like this. Oh, no, man. She's the only Australian Outback. She's the only Australian Outback. When I thought Deb Eaton was on there, I was like, well, that would have been a bit easy. Uh, seven. <laughs> um, uh, this is great. So you, what did you say? I said uh, eight. I said 12, didn't I? All right. Okay. Let's bear with me here. Kel Gleason. One, two, two, two. Wow. Maybe she didn't get that many. Two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, no. So you said eight, I said twelve. We're in the middle. Uh, both get a point. All right. <laughs> um, all right. So next one we have here is Debbie. Ooh, Debbie. I'm gonna guess Debbie. Uh, as in, didn't do a recap, Debbie. What's the last? Name? Um. Oh, God, oh, what is her last name? Wagner. Wagner. No, it's w- Wanner. Oh. There's no G in there. I honestly um, thought it was not, Wagner too, but Deborah it's... Beeb. Debbie B. Yeah, the iconic Debbie B. Uh, we so got vetoed in our list, by the way. Debbie from Corong. Um, uh, seven. I, I, I wouldn't even be able to get uh, an educated so guess on that. Nine. So you say... Oh, nine. this is hard. Jesus Christ, I'm unprepared for this. Uh, so you said nine, I said seven, or did I say seven and you say nine? I said nine. You said nine, I said seven. All right. Uh, da, 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 I don't even remember who who the hell's Liz. Oh, Liz, right, of course. Liz. Oh, I'm so uh, <laughs> I just ranked these players. Uh, de- did she get any oh, votes? What? One, two, three, four, five. Oh, what? You you win? No, I win. No, you win. Yeah, bitches. Um, oh fucking hell, Mia. <laughs> <laughs> Mia <laughs> Say a last name That's a harder one for me than guessing Mia Galapagos, Galapagos Island um, <laughs> Well, this is, is this a trick one? Was Mia involved in a tie vote? <laughs> oh, God <laughs> Mia Mia um, Who's your favourite survivor, Mia? Mamma Mia Granny um, I, I don't know if she was in a tie vote Is it a trick question? I'm going to say Five No, Four. I'll say five then. Oh. <laughs> I don't be, know if it's a trick question. Oh, that dick on the price is right. It always goes for one dollar more. <laughs> was there a tie vote for Mia? I can't remember. It was a five-three vote, and she got. I don't. By the looks of things, she you know, she got five. So I was right. What? 
well, she was voted out 5 3. And she, not, she, she didn't, didn't get no votes the, before, the Dolly vote. She oh. did not get any votes. Uh, God. Was that two all now, wasn't it? Uh, Penny. Not, oh, not, not Penny. Not, not, not Penny. God, she... Do you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to th- say that she only got voted when she got voted out, <laughs> um, which is probably so wrong. So Penny would be... She left, what, sixth? No, seventh. So I'm going to say she got... And Roger, I think, voted for her. So I'm going to say she got six votes. I've got a feeling she got at least one or two early yeah, on. Um, Maybe she and voted for her. What did you say? Six. I'll say eight. That's going to be seven. You watch. <laughs> this uh, is a hard game. Oh, shit. What did just happen there? Oh, God. I don't know how to work my laptop. Sorry. Uh, so what did you say? Six. I said eight. Uh, so she went home with four votes. Oh, what? Four, two, one. Shit. Yeah. Oh, she got one the Sheehan vote, so that's five. That's it, five. So I win. You win, congratulations. But I thought it was completely different to what that one. Uh-huh. Well, this is... Oh, okay. Purple Kelly, Kelly Sheehan, she didn't get any. Did she? No one voted Surely for her. Surely someone voted for her one. I don't think she got any. I'm going to say none. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm going to go with a trick. Because I, I just... I otherwise, why would she be in there? I remember having like a debate about something about like the valid... Like that she could have won or gone I think far. you're right, but I'm going to say just for the sake of the game, two. I just don't think she... Yeah, did. but she quit. So, yeah, maybe she never did. This is why Granny put her in. Okay. Do-do-do-do. Kelly B. Yeah, you're right. She didn't get any. There you go. There's a steamed oh, purple Kelly. No edit, no votes. Tied. Uh, Edna. She got like 30 under, didn't oh, she? Edna. Oh, God. I love I always forget that video that somebody did of like her washing the laundry. They did an animated oh, video of Edna washes clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, like, look it up on YouTube. It's uh, funny. Edna. Oh, I'm going to say eight. I think she got more than that, but. What season was she on? South Pacific? <laughs> no. Ten. Okay, so you say... But did she really... No, 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 no. Go back. Uh, I'm going to say six. You say six, Maybe I say Maybe she eight. didn't get a single vote until her vote out, because she was just like a goat that they kind of... So she got five and a vote out. I said eight, you said six, six. right? So five... She got two in the dorm uh, vote, so that's seven. Right. Eight, nine, ten. Oh, Gym vote, she got three. So she's up to 10, 11, 12, 13, wow. three there on the Michaela, 14, one on the Stacey, 15, <laughs> one on the Christine vote, God, 15. She must be like, up there. Remember that game you used to play? You used to type in the names of players and guess how many votes people have gotten. She well, had to be on that list. So who was closest there? Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, Amy Cusack is the last one on the list. Good, not Mia. Yeah, oh God, I was just on Vanuatu, Granny Savai. Can you do this in order? Uh, I'm not going to go back. Uh, uh, she got a few, did she not? Amy Cusack. Well, she, <laughs> she, she went just batting the keyboard. <laughs> fifth. And I guess she got three votes on her last. Well, I'm going to go with a high number because Edna shocked me. I'm going to go with 16. <laughs> okay, well, I'm I don't gonna... think it's that many, but I'm winning. <laughs> if you'll do that, then I'm going to say eight. For security measure. <laughs> I mean, I'm winning, so I mean, worst case, it's yeah, a tie it's gonna here. going to be a tie, and then we're going to have to do a random generator and do one last one. So you said eight, I said 16. All right, so... 
Uh, <laughs> not looking good for you there, mate. Okay, Rory votes. You got one, two, three, four. Uh, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, what? I got it. Double, two points for getting it correct. Okay, give me a random survivor name. Um, well, no, because you probably... Uh, fuck. <laughs> well, Millennials Gen X. We, we're bad on Millennials Gen X. Let's go with David. Millennials oh, Gen X, shit, David. I like off the top of my head. I mean, we could have went with a winner, but let's do David. Yeah, um, nine. I'll say nine. God, that's hard. I'm gonna go. I think he got some votes early on, though, didn't he? As well, I just want to say nine. But he's not known as a. So I'll say seven. That's a hard one, David. He watches. Going to be eight, and it'll still be a tie. All right. So playing for the glory. This is great podcasting. Doesn't get any early on here. None in the said foggy. Foggy. Who's foggy? He's getting none. Oh, he, what? He doesn't get any to the final vote. Oh, no, hang on. No, apologies. Oh, hang on. Backtrack. So, he got two in the wheel vote. He got... Wheel? Who's that? The young guy with the blonde oh. hair. Uh, he was like 18 or something like that. Uh, two in the Sunday vote, so that's four. Two in the Brett vote, so that's six. And three in the David vote, oh. so nine. Yeah! Oh, I'm at 100%. Uh, Did I honestly? Wow, fuck. But the listeners wanted Noah to win. <laughs> oh, it's a robbery. Uh, well, that, that that about wraps us up. We've got... Well, fuck, we're going to go in a minute. We're going to go to our oh, good, I'm hungry. Really, Sean's palmy's waiting for us. It's a palmy, by the way, not a palmer. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm easy either way. No, no one calls it a palmer, yeah. Well, Amy does. Um, She's not Tasmanian. Well, I wish she was. I like uh, her. I loved Amy. Uh, now, yeah, Noah, I'm hungry. Thank you very much for your time here. I really appreciate it. It's good to have you back. It's been a while. And I've liked this season. Now, I want to tease here because I, I mentioned it briefly Whoa. here. I've mentioned it. Oh, Noah. Um, I'm just going to get my Rupert-sized dong out. Um, what? Uh, <laughs> I teased a lot a few weeks ago saying that after Australian Survivor, we're going to have another show that we're going to cover. I slightly oh. gave a brief mention to it in this episode. I've got you on right now. I think we should announce this on this episode uh, today. We can announce it. I'm going to announce it today. We'll oh, do can a, I announce it? Well, you can, but we're going to we'll put a post up on social media because we know nobody listens to us. So we'll get more people excited by listening to us. Noah, you are going to be heavily involved in a, in a next TV rewatch yeah, adventure. Tell us what we're doing. We will be recapping drumroll. Desperate Housewives! Oh, shit, sorry. Bringing sexy back. Yeah! <laughs> oh, my thunder by saying Desperate <laughs> Now, what are we really doing? Um, lost for words. Um, Take out two words from that sh- sentence. What's the show words. Words. <laughs> for. <laughs> learn vocabulary. <laughs> Noah. The word of the day is dog. <laughs> roof, roof, goes the dog. Ma'am, may I please have that dog in your window? The second word is dong. Laura, look at my massive dong. <laughs> We're going to do a... A podcast about Dong? <laughs> Can we just do an episode with Billy? Guess the survivor Dong. dong. <laughs> Alright, Billy, uh, you saw Aussie. Uh, we all saw Aussies. <laughs> he, but, uh, he, he would get it right. You'd <laughs> <laughs> get them all. <laughs> it's Billy Dong off. That's a reality. That's, that's a quiz show, the Billy Dong off. Billy's Dong off! Here's your host, Billy Garcia. Say, <laughs> bring back Billy. Say, bring back Billy. <laughs> No, uh, oh, the suspense. <laughs> it's a mystery. <laughs> it's like we're on an island of suspense. It's a mystery, but there's also character stuff going on here. What could have... It's like Lost. crashing. What was it? Lost. Lost. <laughs> I just interrupted you. It's an island show, Light Survival. We are, we are going to be covering Lost. Now, uh, one of our random... Uh, we, 
we'll put it out there for people to send in random recap ideas. What can we recap? And somebody did suggest, they said, like, any episode of Lost. And I basically said, no, because we are planning on doing that from the beginning. And I will say, you and I have recorded a, a bunch of these already. So, we're really? already... I think so. <laughs> I hope that was you. Uh, but yeah, I'm very excited for this. So this basically, as soon as Australian Survivor finishes, our Monday slot will be filled by Lost Recaps. So basically, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday will be filled with three different TV shows recaps. We have Monday, we'll be doing Lost. Tuesday, we'll be doing Nip Tuck. Wednesday, we'll be doing Third Watch. So very excited for it. And uh, it's great fun. to have you kind of like, <laughs> you sound so excited <laughs> with the other two, uh, have you permanently evolved because uh, we yeah, missed your voice. Lots of fun. Lost is a great show. <laughs> Lots of fun. I'm just hungry because we're going to get palmies. So. Are you going to join us for our Star Wars month? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, probably not. We'll talk yeah. about it during our palmies. Uh, no, it's yeah, been a I'm pleasure. to get out of here. I'm hungry. Thank you very much. Thanks uh, for having me back. It's been a while. And for, again, our Australian Survivor coverage, uh, as I said, by the time we release this, the Andrew one will be up already, so you can listen to our uh, recap with an Bring actual the finale. professional Andrew Torrens. We'll have our recaps for you. Uh, sorry, our, our exit interviews for you next week. And our recap, as I would have mentioned in our Andrew episode, 90% locked in, hopefully, that it's flick. So, we're saved. Woo. So many people will say the best for last, but then we'll get Flick on, they'll want Phoebe on, then we'll get Phoebe on, then they'll want fucking Peter Quitter on. And Linda. Then, <laughs> yeah, so, we never satisfy everyone, but we're, again, hoping it's going to be Flick, but we need to confirm that for you over the weekend. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to look for us on social media, the Oz Network. Like, subscribe, comment, and we appreciate it. Thank you, Noah. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. I'll speak to you soon. This has been the Oz Network. My name's Ben. Bye. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.